We've got a big announcement, girlies. We're going on tour. We're going on tour. We're hitting the road, Jack. Woo! So don't you come back no more, no more. We're bringing our tour. That's showbiz all that's over showbiz. Ireland. You have to say it like that. Well, oh, but I that's can't sing. Showbiz. That's showbiz. That's <laughs> showbiz. You have to say it like old, old-timey American. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work on it I'll work on it we, we, That has to okay. feature In the show okay, I'll work on it I'll work on it We're coming to Name them A city near you We're going to Cork Limerick Galway Belfast And Dublin Yeah sorry about the Midlands But we can't drive And we need to be accessed by train We don't really know Any of those com- Sorry our, our, <laughs> our geography knowledge Of that part of Ireland Is limited But if you want to come see us Go to ticketmaster.ie And Take get your tickets Because they're flying out The door girls And our girlies In the UK and Australia Don't worry because there's exciting dates coming soon. Yeah. Keep the eyes peeled. That's keep all we'll say Keep the eyes and ears or peeled. And the ears, because you yeah. might hear it on here again. Do you keep your ears peeled? Keep the ears clean, I would say. Anyway, maybe. we're waffling. Anyway, also, link in the episode description on how to get your tickets. Exactly. See you then. See you, girlies. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. No, it's not. Do you remember when lads used to go around wearing rosary beads around their neck? I never had a rosary bead, but I did have a miraculous medal. No, I get the, the miraculous twine. medal, yeah, but the rosary beads are like, they're very the chaotic, only. aren't they? Yeah, and they'd be pure like plastic, or like, remember the, the glow-in-the-dark ones, and all the lads used to wear them to the discos? Yeah, that was pure random. They never said a decade of the rosary in their lives, <laughs> and they're going around wearing the beads. Hey, mammies, I'm Kevin. And I'm PJ. And welcome back to... I'm Grandmam! So we're back at the Gorgeous Factory Studios. We don't know how long we'll be able to get to the Gorgeous Factory Studios, but girlies, <laughs> we're going to try anyway. So, like, enjoy this high-quality audio content while you can, because we might have to go back to that Amazon mic fairly soon. But, Kevin, it doesn't matter if we do, because we can always look at the studio on factory.uk.com. <laughs> That's factory.uk.com. <laughs> I love it. How are things, lads? How are we doing? Lads, where is everyone? Lads! <laughs> Pure no one around. The place is like a ghost town. What's going on? You swear there was like something happening, like I don't know. Is did is we miss something? <laughs> we don't have TV at home because like we'd want to be paying the TV license, so like like the streets are empty, lads. We haven't watched Sky News at all. Is there something going on? <laughs> no, we're joking. Obviously, let's talk about the big elephant in the room straight away. I kind of don't want to talk about it. I'm sick of talking about it. My mum's ringing me three times a day to talk about it. I'm bay from chatting about it. I feel like to put a positive spin on the coronavirus, if everyone just tries to recreate the way Michael D. Higgins said the word coronavirus in that speech. Oh my God, Michael D. Higgins, lads. Who Explain who he is to people who don't know. <laughs> me. <laughs> What's his title? He's the president of Ireland. Oh, you yeah. know that. So- Michael D. Michael D. I'm so obsessed with Michael D. Higgins already. I think he's so adorable. Him and his wife and his dog, they're literally like, they're just so cute. His dog video went viral when his dog was looking around the house for him and then just wanted to belly rub. 
Oh. Michael D. Higgins, and I thought it was amazing the way he said coronavirus. It was literally like... It was like a Harry Potter spell. Literally, the way he said it, wasn't it? Coronavirus. <laughs> Actually, I don't think we're going to do it justice with us trying to reenact it. So let's just play like him actually doing it in a sound clip of him doing it. Yeah. The coronavirus. Okay, so for the rest of the episode, I think every time one of us says coronavirus, we're just going to I'm going to give you a smack. It. Give me a smack. I thought you were going to suggest that. No. No, I was saying let's insert the Michael D. Higgins yeah. clip instead. Let's do that. And also, when we do play that voice clip. The coronavirus. I, I feel like everyone's just drinking at home. <laughs> no, we can't make a drinking game out of it. Let's do a drinking game. If we say coronavirus. Take a sip. Are we allowed to encourage drinking? I know. I, I think it's been sensitive, is it? I don't know. If you're having a cup of tea, do have a sip of your tea as well or something? <laughs> doesn't have to be alcoholic. But yeah, no, obviously it's been like... A weird, weird few days, isn't it? It is kind of weird. But also, lads, I think we just need to, like, do our best to keep the spirits high. You know what I mean? I yeah, mean, like, we have to keep the spirits high. And obviously, lads, don't be stupid and just stay in. Like, yeah. sorry now, have a duvet day. You know what I mean? And obviously, we don't know how long this is going to go on for. But, like, just just take every day as it comes, I feel. You know what I mean? And I know we're bad from everyone going on about it. But I do think... The whole idea of setting a routine or even writing a list the night before for the next day of what you need to do or what you want to accomplish. That kind of is a good idea because it's like, I remember one of the days there I woke up and I was just like going around the gaff, my pyjamas, my hair all over the gaff and I was just drinking tea all day and eating and stuff. But babe, that's the usual Tuesday for you, isn't it? <laughs> the thing is, BJ's been working from home the last few days, so like, anytime we I see each other... I just noticed how, like, easy Kevin's life is. No, but like, we, <laughs> I've literally been commenting on BJ as well, because I'd be like, oh, is this what you do for work? He'll just be on the laptop, and like, or he'll be on his phone, I'd be like, oh, is this actually work? Are you working? <laughs> also, guys, I think it's really important to try and put a positive spin on things. So even though we might find, like, self-isolating and staying in all the time, we might find that, like, really difficult, and it's easy to kind of fall into, like, a negative headspace, especially when you're out of routine. Mm-hmm. Because I think I mention it in every single episode of the podcast that I thrive in routine. She loves her routine. I do love it. But there are like some positive things happening at the moment. Um, so I think it's important to like mention those. Yeah. Like, is there anything that you've seen like coming up that you're like, oh, I love that? And yeah. like, that would never have happened. Let's definitely highlight the positive situation. Yeah. Um, I love the fact now that everyone who I work with who usually have big long meetings know that they can be an email. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, so the next time, we, when we go back to work and you're in the office, you could be like, Joe, remember back when Corona happened and we didn't do that meeting? You just emailed me. Why don't we do that again? <laughs> That's so true, isn't it? And I have another friend who's working from home and he's saying he's loving seeing what the inside of every one of his colleagues' gaffes looks like. Oh, I love the nose. Me trying to look at seeing what's on everyone's shelves. Yeah. Or just like, you know, if you see their like hobby going around in the background, you're like, oh my God, that's what the fella looks like. He's hot <laughs> and he's in his pyjamas. So it's like, you're like, hot. I love it. <laughs> One thing as well on that and like videos and stuff is I'm loving all the fitness lads doing all the home workouts and looking pure righty. And because they're not in the gym, they can do their home workouts topless. Oh my I know God. it sounds outrageous, I'm but I'm literally sitting down watching so many of them. I haven't tackled one of them yet, 
<laughs> and I'm literally just like, I'm finding myself, I could be 40 minutes deep in a home workout routine and I'm sat on my bed not doing a tap. I'd love to see the data of people actually doing the workouts <laughs> or people just having a wank. You can't say that. A wank is a workout though, I suppose. I suppose it is. Potato, how many, potato. How many candles are burned having a wank, do we know? I suppose it depends I on duration. I keep mums listen to yeah, this. Yeah, sorry, ma'am. Um, <laughs> the one thing is what's a huge positive as well is like big companies, I feel like there's more of a sense of community. Like the yeah. way like Pret over here are giving like 50% off drinks to NHS staff. And like, yeah. can we just take a moment for all the like health staff who are working in the gaffs? Yeah, and all the people as well like that are still like... Um, working in industries that are really like um, imperative at this like time and they're still like dedicating themselves to keeping the work going like so people working in hospitals people doing all the volunteering bits to help the elderly and stuff like even the the girlies in Aldi staying on those tills oh lads sorry now but like the abuse they be getting I'm like would you leave her alone and as well they're already so fast at scanning the bits in Aldi like they'd be firing them down the till so like they've literally had to like upgrade again and they're literally going turbo time and they're literally fecking all the items down to the end I've heard they put out a nationwide call for the fastest till girlies to come back some of them came out of retirement like you know the ones who used to be the quickest back in the day anyway one thing that I find strange about the current circumstances that we find ourselves in is the amount of matches I'm getting on date naps obviously people have more time to be like just like doing nothing on their phones and like matching and stuff but like why are you trying to like match with me now? Like I'm not going to go meet you. You know what I mean? But it probably just proves that you're actually a right and the problem is that the world moves too quick for people to notice. No, I'd say it just proves that like all the gay lads in London are pure fuckboys and like have no intentions of meeting you. you and know they're what just I mean? getting desperate and want a few dick pics. <laughs> That's definitely it, isn't it? Realistically. <laughs> I know. And obviously girls, we're not taking the piss out of a really serious situation but like we have to that's how we deal with stress that's how we deal with anxiety as humour so yeah we kind of have to laugh about it because if we didn't laugh we'd probably cry wouldn't we yeah definitely I think now more so than ever it is really important to like have a lol have a laugh and have a skit have a skitty bang girls we've been saying it since day one but now you actually have to follow suit have a laugh at us and as well you can stay inside and have a skitty bang to a podcast you know what I mean I feel like now is the time for like like listening to podcasts really and like watching all your Netflixy bits. But now isn't the time for everyone to start making one. No girls, stop coming <laughs> for our gig. Okay guys, so we just said we weren't going to talk about it but like... <laughs> we definitely spent the whole intro talking about it. Yeah, so enough chat about the coronavirus. And let's get down to the theme. <laughs> the theme for this week is... Cabin Fever. Alexa, play Fever by Peggy Lee. I love it. This song brings back Fever bad memories for me. by Peggy Lee. On Amazon Music. It was one of the songs on our cruise ship. Oh, really? Yeah. I do love the intro and the clips. I feel like I'm in a spotlight. There's like smoke bellowing in from the wings of the stage. And you're wearing a bowler hat. Oh, yeah. I'm doing hits. And you're starting facing the back. Oh, you have to. Slow turn round to the front. Never know how much I loved you. Ball change. Never know how much I care. I do love this song, though. She's the sexiest voice. Who is Peggy Lee? I don't know. You give me fever. That's a change of weight. Jazz Ron Dijon. It's such a jazzy song, isn't it? Me when someone coughs on me in the tube. (laughs) During the coronavirus epidemic. Will we leave her? Leave her off. Alexa! Stop! 
I was going to call her Peggy. <laughs> Peggy! Peggy, stop! I'd love if you could change Alexa's name to something random. You can change it to computer, but it's just kind of... I kind of hate that. I just feel like... I already feel like the Alexa is like, listen to us the whole time. If I was to call her computer, I definitely feel like we're being spied on. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, No, but I'd love to change her to something like Saoirse or Roisin yeah, or something. Yeah, or Gubnit or something. Gubnit would be hilarious. <laughs> I was expecting her to light up there. I don't know. I do love that song, but it does bring back kind of like weird memories from when I did a routine to it on the cruise ship when I graduated from oh college. Oh my God, lads, I love Kevin's <laughs> cruise ship stories. So we did a routine to this track, right? But it was basically like one girl and a load of lads and we were basically just bait from doing lifts with our right. <laughs> outfits, of course, were like tragic because it's like a cruise ship and all the outfits are always like tragic. Oh, like, really? Yeah, just because like, you know Budget. what I mean? You have Budget. to wear the life vest underneath the whole time. <laughs> You don't. But anyway, we were doing this and basically like, lads, it's hard to like lift someone anyway up over your head, right? Oh, yeah. Not to mention when you're on a rocky fucking boat <laughs> and you're baiting all around the gaff and then you're relying on other people and then the ship would be like tipping over to the edge and stuff. But anyway, we had to lift your one in a split and in this number, we were wearing like braces and at one point we had to do like a kick, right? I'm not even joking. I, at one point when I was doing this track during the contract, I... Thought I pulled a hamstring <gasps> So I was literally doing the Doing the routine right And I did a kick right And I literally heard a snap And I was up and heaping I was like That's my fucking hamstring Oh no Because it was literally The weirdest like Loudest like Most surreal like Snap I'd ever heard And I was like Oh my god And I just limped off stage And I was ready to like Burst into tears And then my stage manager Came up to me And was like Oh my god are you okay Like what's going on I was like I think I pulled my hamstring And then I realised My braces had actually Snapped off the back <laughs> But I thought it was my hamstring But I was up in a heap And I was like Because I never like Pulled a muscle before I wasn't sure what it felt like But I just presumed It was that So because you heard Your braces snap But on a kick So then you thought Your ham But like you, Your hamstring didn't break Did it? Oh It was this brace so you just heard it and you then you just pretended that it was I didn't pulled. pretend. I'd convinced myself or my brain had like convinced itself because as well, you know, there's like been dancers who've like injured themselves like or like like athletes who've like injured themselves but because, because they heard the noise. No. <laughs> no, but because the adrenaline is like pumping through them, they'd pay no notice to it. Do you know what I mean? Lads, if there's ever someone you don't like, just go up to them, break something next to their ear and go, That's your ankle, and then they're gonna <laughs> fall to the floor. Oh my god You hypnotised yourself babe That was kind of it I basically tricked myself Into thinking that But anyway I made a full recovery From the bracelet snap There was another number right So we did a uh, Show it was called Dance Fusion And it was like Kind of like different dance styles From around the world I'm allergic to dance fusion I'm <laughs> A lot of cultural appropriation ensued, really. Really? Well, yeah, like, we were doing, like, ridiculous shit. Oh, anyway, no. we did the can-can at one point, and there was a bit where I had to lift another fella, and we had to keep... So imagine, like, him falling back and doing the crab into me, and then me falling backwards, and it just being like a wheel. Very homoerotic, isn't Very it? Very homoerotic. I was loving life. But anyway, he went to pick up me, but then the ship like tilted and when like the weight was thrown his way so then when he flipped back I couldn't lift him up so then he just fell on his back <laughs> but everyone was skitting but like obviously like traumatised <gasps> yeah anyway I just don't know how braces are ever seen as cool are they called braces or suspenders they're the same thing aren't they I'd call them braces anyway I used to think when I was about 17 that I was the fucking cat's meow when I had the braces on. <laughs> Do you remember the lads going around town in the braces? I used to wear them thinking I was unreal. Really? Like with a t-shirt? Pure like a t-shirt connected to my jeans. 
Oh my god And then I thought I was The coolest person ever Halfway through the night When I took them off But I like Kept them attached to my jeans They just hung down by my side Anyway So this week's theme Is called Cabin Fever right Um <laughs> But Fever. not like cabin fever as in like You're going crazy Yeah Cabin fever as in like Being in the house is unreal Like it's yeah, hot Yeah and you're loving it Like you're loving cabin fever Everybody wants the fever <laughs> We're trying to make a positive spin On us all Doing these self-isolation bits during The coronavirus Yeah but I feel like And I know so many people Are going on about it And being like Oh guys like You literally have so much time To like switch off And like like do what you've always wanted to do and dedicate time to something creative and something besides work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I know we're all sick of everyone saying it or whatever, so we don't want to sound like we're just like rehashing what everyone else is saying. But like, there's a lot to be said for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you actually have time to do things now. Like I love that people are picking up new hobbies, doing like upskilly bits. That's the thing. Like I think it actually is a great time to be doing the upskilly bits. Like. I was wondering for a while why there wasn't an egg to be bought in the shops. Everyone's doing the baking bits. Everyone is fucking baking. Like, I never baked a cake in my life. And then I saw a girl put up a beautiful pic of a gorgeous banana bread the other day. And I just messaged her on Instagram. I just said, recipe, please. <laughs> like, will I even end up baking it? I don't know. But I feel like I'd love to. And like, now's the time like that I could bake a cake. People do need to calm down though Because there's going to be A serious case of type 2 dia Like spring up Oh my god Type 2 <laughs> Type 2 diabetes Is going to be rampant After the corona People don't calm down Yeah girls Maybe use the like Agave syrup Instead of maybe like All the castor sugar, sugar bits Do you know what I mean again. The thing is though We don't have any Cake tins in the gaff Do we If we wanted to do I feel like bits. that's why Everyone's going home Because they have all the Baking bits in their mouths yeah. covered Like we don't even have A scale do we So we'd have to like Just chance everything that, but that's how my mum baked anyway. Yeah, blind baking. My mum just wouldn't wouldn't look at the recipe at all. She'd just oh, be no. packing in the ingredients. Dash of this, splash of that. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Mr. Worldwide is a step in the room. <laughs> but yeah, you have loads of time to do all those bits now. It's unreal. Yeah, exactly. And that's the hot part of the cabin free for girlies. <laughs> and the thing is as well, like, who knows? Like, we could come out of the other end of this and then people might be like, actually, I'm, I'm gonna... going on bake off. <laughs> You know what I mean? People might have like found themselves and found something they really love and they could like turn it into like a career. You know what I mean? Uh, but obviously after like we come out of quarantine and stuff, we're going to be going into summer. Like that's the one thing. They can't cancel a season. You know what no, I mean? No, you can't cancel that season on us. Like Annie, the sun will come out tomorrow kind of vibes. <laughs> so like we can't be eating too much cake. You know what I mean? Not too much cake because as well, like summer means pride season as well. So like, you know, we're definitely going to be stepping foot in one or two floats. So Are we? we want to be looking clocked. I feel like we I've could I've never do. been on a pride float in my life now, babe. We have been. What? We marched in London Pride last yeah, year. Yeah, we marched. We walked. Oh, yeah. I was wrecked. <laughs> Sorry, no, but like, if we're ever doing that again, they're putting me on some yeah, moving vehicle. That's what I'm saying. We want to float this year. We, we want to upgrade. Girlies, if you want us on your Pride Parade, you need to get us a float. That's the thing. Everyone's walking as well these days, aren't they? My dad said that everyone to be out walking in the evenings. My mum, all she does is walk. Really? Yeah. My mum's only been drinking, really. <laughs> Is anyone else's mum having a bottle of wine a night? Like, should I be should I be worried? <laughs> should I be worried? I think everyone's having a bottle of wine a night. What else is everyone doing at the moment? I was skitting because um, Nicola Coughlin put up a tweet the other day that got from Derry Girls. Yeah. And was like... Um, oh, babe, you don't have to tell me who she is. I know who she is. <laughs> I'm obsessed with her. I love her. But uh, she was like, um, I know in this time of self-isolation, it's hard and scary for people. But however bad you're feeling, please don't consider starting your own podcast. Straight men under the age of 35 are particularly vulnerable. 
vulnerable to this and we all need to be vigilant of the dangers. I feel like everyone is starting one, are they? I love it. That's so funny. I feel like people should start doing their own podcast though, right? Well... Well, actually, maybe not. Do it, but just don't do it well. You know what I mean? <laughs> just don't do it better than us. <laughs> I feel like another thing people are doing is everyone starting an OnlyFans. I love it, people selling their nudes because they're worried. Do you know what I mean? And as well, like, obviously, like, porn stars can't make it to the studios and, like, they can't make it to set because they're, like, isolating. So you might as well, like, you're, you're spending half the day in the bed anyway. You might as well do some porny bits. I feel like their conference calls are way different to mine. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'd imagine. I mean, I, I've never seen one happen, but I'd say you're probably right, are you? But also, they got to make that money as well, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And as well, we all heard about Pornhub giving Italy free premium membership there for that the month. That was just power That was moves. lovely, isn't it? That was so lovely. Very lovely. And I would love as well, by the time this comes out, hopefully it might have even happened. I'd love RTE give like... Free Pornhub memberships to people. <laughs> No, free free RTE player, like for people who are living outside of Ireland. Oh, really? Yeah. Isn't it free already? No, not if you're outside of oh, the... Oh, really? Yeah, the ROI. Oh. Yeah, I know we'd have to pay for it. I suppose we could just pay for it as well, because like... But RTE National Broadcaster, they're making enough money, aren't they? But also, I don't want to watch anything on RTE. What do you mean? No, I'd love if we could get like the Irish version of Gogglebox or like the Irish version of First Dates. I think okay. the Irish version of those shows are hilarious. Oh, really? And just Irish news because like, actually you probably just have me up in a heap. <laughs> I know everyone's saying that the UK is being pure lax about things and stuff, but I think like that's making me less stressed, is it? Yeah, the ignorance of yeah, not knowing what's going on. It's making my man more stressed about things, but like, Realistically, I'm less stressed. Do you know what I mean? So that's all that matters. But anyway, we're like, we're, so we're going. Obviously, me and Kevin are self isolating as well because we're not spreading this at all, and we want to flatten that curve, girls. Exactly, girls. So like, I'm obviously buzzing because you know me. I love to achieve, and I'm like, what can I upskill in? Let me level up. Yeah. Let me Sierra level <laughs> up. But you know what I mean? Like, what I was like, I was thinking the other day, like. What do I want to do? Yeah. Is there anything you want to like pick it up? It is a good time for doing things, isn't it? Like I was thinking and I spoke about it for my um, like goals for 2020 or like what I want to achieve. I did mention about Spanish and I'm after ordering a Spanish textbook because so far in 2020, I've just been listening to like a Spanish lessons podcast. Oh. Whereas I feel like I'd like to actually have the activity book at home. So I actually feel like I'm in like a learning environment as opposed to just like having a laugh on the tube. Pure old school with the book. Yeah, but I think I think I actually would flourish with the book. <laughs> you flourish you with know the what I mean? written text. The, the inner nerd in me jumped out. I so there's it. that. I kind of wouldn't mind doing that bit. I'm getting pure notions now. And I think I want to become a music producer. Oh, you were saying that the other day and I got jealous and I decided I want to do it as well. But how unreal would it be if I could take stuff now like when Miggle D. Higgins says Coronavirus and then Make a bop and make a bop out of it and it could be like doom, doom, doom. Coronavirus. Oh my God. You're definitely onto something there. I think I want to make the I'm Grandmam theme song before we get sued for using Abba's bits. But is it something you can just teach yourself how to do? Well, I taught myself to, how to like edit videos and shit, so I can teach myself how to do that now. Okay. <laughs>
<laughs> no, but like oh there's God, loads. You're amazing. Of, no, but like there's loads of YouTube tutorials and shit. Yeah, I suppose. Obviously, you could. I won't be doing it to like a professional level. I'm not going to be fucking Timberland. I'm not going to be collabing with Missy Elliott on the weekends. <laughs> but I can make a few bops off Nickelodeon Higgins sound bites, like. Also, like because I'm used to like working in a gym as well and like staying active and stuff. Mm-hmm. I did um, take home two dumbbells from the gym from work just to, so we could like do our own home workouty bits. You know what I mean? I'm so excited to the home workouts. I don't know if we post them now at all. No, I won't be posting them because the thing is as well, like I'd be looking pure rotten doing my workout bits. I don't want yeah, anyone same. looking at me. You know How what I mean? How does anybody look good doing yeah, the workouty bits? It's ridiculous. How did you get the dumbbells home? Oh, lads, so. I literally just like was like oh I'm just gonna have to put them into my bag right and like I'm really close to my boss like she's a legend and but I was like oh like if she let me take stuff home she'd probably have to let everyone take them home so I was like oh I just won't mention it so I like put so you, you were robbing them <laughs> no I was borrowing like temporarily so I like put them Robin into Hood. my <laughs> so I put them into my backpack right and I had them by my locker inside in the changing room and then because we were closing down the gym she was doing like a check of all like all the different parts of the gym and she was down in the change rooms with one or two of the girls and she saw my backpack and she was like oh my god I'm going to hide Kevin's backpack inside <gasps> one of the lockers and she went to grab it and apparently she almost dislocated her shoulder because <laughs> she literally ran over to grab it and she went ah! right? oh my god she must have got the fright of her life oh my god well I was nabbed by the bollocks anyway because I was like oh my god I'm like stealing like <laughs> tumbles from the gym so I just had to like flip it on its head and I was like girls I was like, we're going straight into Pride season. I was like, I can't afford to be like wasting away at home. I was like, I need to be lifting the dumbbells. Imagine the fright, you know, like if you tried to pick up something, you didn't realise it was that heavy. She must have got a fright of her life. Oh my God, fright of her life. And as well, like 30 kg. Because in my head, I was like, oh, like two fifteen kg dumbbells. But on that walk home, I was literally like, why the fuck did I not get an Uber? I was <laughs> pouring in sweat. I'd one of my banks was pure like dragging down my back. And I'd one then, like, my shoulder was pure, like, tracing along the floor. And I'd say everyone was thinking, like, what the heck has he got in the bag? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> everyone thinking you're bringing a party. <laughs> what else do you want to do? Um, I was thinking because, like, I'm kind of up in a heap because I can't really get the hair cut because most of the barbers are, like, closed. And as well, I'm not really going to be seeing people for ages. But I still want to be feeling good. And, like, when my beard and hair gets a bit scruffy, like... <laughs> What will you get to it like? But basically I was thinking it might be <laughs> I was thinking it might be a good time to shave my beard because you know what I mean? I won't be seeing anyone. Oh, completely! Just shave it off. And I then... don't know because I look at you I'm sorry. I know, it actually is shocking. No, you're stunning like but like the beard is stunning on you. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of like nervous about but at the same time I'll only be seeing you so I don't give a shit pure Sid from Ice Age Energy pure Sid from Ice Age because you're you know, handsome with the beard yeah it's because the beard like hides my like like my unsymmetrical face oh babe I'd be going to beard if I could if I didn't have the hormones of a 12 year old child <laughs> pulsing through my veins I can literally I only grow like tiny little bum fluffy hairs on my, chip, on my lip do you remember when you used to pencil in your tat before nights out how funny was no. that I completely forgot about that he used to get our housemate uh, Aideen to like pencil in his tat before we go out to Dollar that never happened Dollar was a club in like East London so you'd, like it was so cool to be like sporting a tat <laughs> 
Watch McConaughey. That's one thing I want to do. I want to fucking be, get good at makeup bits. That's what I was saying. So I shaved the beard so then I could do make makeup bits. Because I know there are drag queens and stuff who perform with beards, but I just think that I prefer like without. It'd be just a bit messy, I think. Oh, I don't want to get do like drag makeup. I just want to like learn how to do a smoky eye. But you, you can do the smoky eye, can't you? You do. Oh, no. Every I just... other time we go out, you just get the Morphe palette and you splash on a bit of pink onto your eyes. <laughs> yeah, but that's And you very, call it a look. That's very haphazard. Oh, my God. I'm glad we're in agreement. Yeah, very haphazard. <laughs> but that's why I want to learn more. Mua girlies, reach out to us with some tutorials. Yeah, now is the time to be watching some more Mua tutorials. Why do I watch so many already when I've never attempted? It's just hypnotic, isn't it? It's so, like, easy to watch, isn't it? So, such good viewing. And such so calming as well, I so feel. So calming. Also, on the whole, like, thing about, like, not being able to get a haircut, I feel like now is the time, like... For me to learn that skill like, Oh my god If you could learn How to give me a fade That's what I was thinking Or if, That's the thing Because I obviously Couldn't do it to myself I'd end up butchering myself That's the thing Like do you ever like Even trying like Cutting your nose hairs Like with the scissors And then because You're looking in the mirror You'd be nearly like Stabbing your brain You know what I mean So like We'd have to do it For each other So would you be up For doing that It's a lot of trust To put in someone It is And also Are we going to become Highly skilled barbers In a month No but I feel like We'd be able to do the job Like Yeah I just want it to be shorter. I just need my hair to be shorter because the thing is, girlies, I know we all love a silver fox, but when my hair goes out of the back and sides, my greys become very apparent and I'd be pure self-conscious. Oh no, I love your salt and pepper. I know you love the peppered look, but salt like... Salt and pepper's hair and me in the back. But it just kind of, for some reason... Does anyone else have this issue where the hair doesn't like grow long and down, it just grows... Out. Out to the sides. But it'll grow for a bit and then it'll fall down. Will it? This is very boring content to be given the kids. <laughs> Let's move on. Is there anything else you want? want to like learn how to do one thing I'm always gagging to learn is how to sew yeah imagine me mending shit that's like, the thing I'd love to like look after my own looks before a night out imagine me making something from scratch and someone going oh my god where'd you get that and me going I made it yeah I pulled down the curtains and I made it <laughs> pure von traps I'm gonna have to our friend Owen to be always making his looks yeah and I'm gonna have to get him to Skype me and do some like sewing lessons or that's something that's such a good shout or even like I know neither of us do drag, but like if we were to ever appear on an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race, that we'd actually be sorted for the sewing challenge. Because that's, I have an issue with that when people <laughs> get accepted onto the show and then they know what's coming, but they haven't prepared for the sewing episode. Like, what's that about? And then they'd just be pure, like, hot gluing shit together. It's like, babe, you knew this was coming. You had a, a, a while to learn. Sorry, I'm going off on a tangent here. <laughs> but every time we talk about stuff like doing makeup and, like, sewing and shit, you're always like, yeah, like, when we're doing drag. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to ever do drag. Why? Just because I'm a gay man doesn't mean I automatically will become a drag queen. So you're telling me you have zero interest? No, I do like to I like to make a few looks and I like to do a bit of makeup bits, but I'm not gonna like become a fully blown drag queen. Babe, like, we're all born naked and the rest is drag anyway. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like when you go out, when you put together like your looks, that's drag. <laughs> I'm not trying to dilute the art form I know it's actually like It does take a lot of skill To be like A decent drag queen oh, Support yeah. your local drag queens Support guys. your local drag queens lads. One thing as well That I would like to get into As well And I'm thinking Now might be a good time And I'm thinking of ordering a set On Amazon I'm is, worried What? I'm just worried about What you're going to say No like it's nothing serious I'm thinking <laughs> A calligraphy kit What? Calligraphy kit Oh I should get that Your your handwriting's good Yeah but it's not just about like Having decent handwriting It's about having stunning handwriting And there's like an art to it Isn't there really You want to book some gigs from it like Not book some gigs But I'm thinking Just you know like I love the idea of like Doing my own like Wedding invites Do you know what I mean <laughs> 
And again, a nice like gold gel pen and like. But babe, gold gel pen number one for your wedding invite no, is like, tacky. <laughs> no, not a gold gel pen, but like. But people do wedding invites now, like on the computer, babe. It's twenty twenty. No, that's the one thing. I think I would still stick to the like. Handwrite every one of your wedding invites. Oh, I'm gonna have a very small, like, and simple kind of strip back wedding affair. <laughs> I know people might look at me and think, oh my God, he's very over the top. Everything he does is very loud. The wedding's going to be the complete opposite. Oh, really? Yeah, oh my God, yeah. Like, expect Acoustic to be surprised. <laughs> very unplugged wedding. I love it. Anything else you want to learn how to do? No, but like, I I should be trying to learn how to do calligraphy bits. Yeah, one time you left a note in the house. And I'm still trying to decipher it. <laughs> And I literally thought that you'd been abducted and someone left a clue to try and find you. Sometimes I do think, right, if like there was like an apocalypse or something, right? Yeah. And <laughs> if like every bit of like literature got destroyed and people only found like mine, they'd be <laughs> fucked because they wouldn't have a clue what I was on about. They would all my all the syntax of my sentences are all fucked anyway. <laughs> I can't really spell that well and my handwriting's gammy so they'll they'll have a warped version of the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my God, imagine if historians only had your handwritten texts to rely on. We'd be all fucked. We'd be all fucked. <laughs> no, the world would seem fab. No, the world would be pure and glam. Pure gay world. And you'd pure be using smelly pens as well so like <laughs> they'd be having a laugh reading it because they'd be sniffing as well pure like grape. <laughs> In, to, in 2020, before the apocalypse, everyone wrote with citrus smelly vins. <laughs> with their toes, apparently. Your handwriting is shocking. <laughs> I don't know why, though. It's kind of cute. It's kind of endearing how, like, shocking it is. Because <laughs> people are like, oh, he's a child, but he's really tall. No, I'm just a millennial, so I, I know how to text and, like, type. I'm not a handwritten girl. No, there's no excuse for having shocking handwriting. Poor education in the north side of Cork. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... anyway. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. But I'm very reluctant to take on too many new hobbies during this quarantine because, like, when I was younger, I used to try and take on all the new hobbies and then I'd be panicking, like, that I'm not going to be able to do them all. Yeah. For me, it was more so I'd be panicking in case I wasn't unreal at one of them. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, well, when I was, the reason I did fourth year in school is because I went on holidays with my friend Jordan and he started, he was showing me how to play the tin whistle. And I goes, oh, I really want to get good at this. So I was go- meant to be going into fifth year and I made my man ring the school to put me into fourth year so I'd have more time to practice the tin whistle. The tin whistle? You don't need a whole year to learn how to play that at all. There's but that's, six how, notes. that's how my mind works. I was like, oh my God, if I'm going to become the best at this instrument that I now love apparently after one day, <laughs> I'm going to have to have more time. 
That's the thing. Like, I wasn't content having a hobby when I was younger unless I was unreal in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think that that's mad. Like, I was the exact same. I think it was probably maybe like the gay man in me you know the way we just feel like this obligation or this like necessity to excel at everything we do you know what I mean oh yeah like if I was having a side hobby I was being the best at it yeah like even like things when I was younger I definitely dropped because I was only alright at like I remember right like I used to hate swimming when I was younger and now I quite enjoy it but I realised the reason I hated it was because when we used to go swimming with the school you were gammy I was shocking I never progressed from the first group I was only ever swimming wits for the whole thing and everyone else like imagine like we we did swimming all through primary school right so at least from like first class to sixth class six years and I was always in group of hen I was always in the first group oh lousy I never got better and people were pure like I'd say there was like me and another fella like by the end of it who were just always in like group one and like couldn't progress for fear that we drown in the gaff how were you so gammy was a fear I just hated getting water in my eyes <laughs> They wouldn't, let us, they wouldn't let us swim with goggles. What? No, that's a lie they did. <laughs> no, I don't know why I was so shit. I don't know. I just hated it. Like, pure, I don't know. I think it was because as well, it was one of those things where when we first started doing it, right, there was a load of lads who had been like taught by their parents how to swim already. Pure show-offs. Pure show-offs. You know what I mean? Pure shark boys in the water. It was all the lads who had like the second summer home down like Cross Avon or like Bantry. You know what I mean? They were all the ones. So they started off already better than me which probably sent me as a child because I was like <laughs> we we're not an equal pegging here. You're already better than me as something that I want to enjoy. So I was like I needed to tr- just drop it straight away because I was like I'm never going to be better than you and I want to be the best. Well you know my swimming in primary school was a traumatic experience of me trying to get out of the water and being the fattest fool <laughs> so I had to roll out. So- oh I love that story. I was cackling during that story. <laughs> I'm not even going to talk about that. But now that you're saying it, it actually is. Like, I think, like, I know this is going to sound bad, but like, in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm actually really good at like everything I do. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I'm actually, but I'm actually not, is that I just give up on things that I'm not good at yeah, straight away. But it's so true. That's what like happens. You kind of, because the thing is, and I know it takes a while to like perfect a skill, but you know, the way sometimes you might be like, Oh, I kind of have a bit of a knack for this. Yeah, and then I'd be like, oh, I'd be good at that, so I'm going to keep doing it. Keep doing it because you're like, you might even enjoy it, but you're like, oh, I'm unreal at it, so like, I should keep doing it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But is there anything like that, like you used to do when you were younger, that you can remember, like, being shocking at? I used to do Thai boxing, right? There was oh. this weird stage in my life. It was before it got really big back home. The Thai boxing is like huge back home now, but like, when I was young, I. It was because my friend Jordan's uncle owned a Thai boxing gym, right? Yeah. Um. So we used to go down. All the lads were right. I talked about this before. Why are all the Thai boxes so fucking hard? It's kind of like scary, like dangerous. Yeah, you know? kind of scary. Like you should be on your toes. Sports, <laughs> but like, be on your toes. Like, and as well, it's like that they're always like sweaty, sweaty, and like wearing those those shorts are like so. We've cool. been in the house too long, lads. We're getting <laughs> we're getting cabin fever. The definition of cabin fever. No, but anyway, I was doing it when I was like, I think I was about. 15 right but like I was a big 15 year old like tall and white right and Jordan was only a skin flint of a yoke like he's pure skinny Yeah. Um, so we used to be on the pads together and you'd be like they do the like punching bits but then we had we were doing like this showcase like and we had to do like in this hotel where they're all fighting each other and I had to I was like up to 90 because I like had to fight for the first time and first I was up to 90 for two weeks beforehand because everyone fights with their top off and I was fat as a fool. So I was oh. like, if they think I'm going up, <laughs> doing that bit. And then... Um, I'd I, like to give it on, please. <laughs> 
But then I ended up fighting this fella Tiernan because Jordan was too small. Okay, so um, he wasn't in your weight category. Yeah, well, neither was Tiernan. Tiernan was a scrawny <laughs> oak as well. Tiernan was up in a heap because he thought he was fighting another fella who was the same size as him. <laughs> but basically, we went in and we just had a fake fight where we just like bait each other around the gaff for a bit and they kind of humoured us because we were only small, you know what I mean? What do you mean a fake fight? So you weren't really hitting each other? Well, no, we were hitting each other, but we weren't left like. We took it easy on each other because we were from the same club. Like, it wasn't like an official oh, fight, it was like okay. a showcase. But I could probably get into that. The bit I loved about it, and you would too, you have to go before you fight, they make you do a gorgeous dance routine. No, they don't, do they? They do. You go in and you have to pay respects to each corner. So you go around and do all, and you like, you put your head in the, on the corner of the ring and then you punch it, punch it, and put your hand in the air. And I was like, oh my God, I'm Trish Stratus from WWE. <laughs> I thought I was giving you, like, I was living. I, I, In my head, like, everyone was probably thinking, like, oh, my God, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I was yeah. Trish. Oh, my God. All the female wrestlers were so much yeah, better than the I was, last Sometimes, if I was feeling a bit skinnier that day, I'd pretend I'm Stacey Keebler. Remember Stacey Keebler? Remember Keebler? Stacey. She, she was, was that bitch. She was a scream. I used to love China as well. China was a bad bitch as she well. She was unreal. She was scary, wasn't she? China was. But like, I was just so shit at Thai boxing, and I just kept doing it. But then I realised that like, I was good at dancing. So then I was like, oh, I'm leaving Thai boxing to become a dancer because I'm good at that. <laughs> that was a complete turnaround. But you realised from doing the like introduction dance bit that like that was oh, what you no. wanted to do. I realised from watching the Honey dance film and then oh, doing the okay. tutorial afterwards in my kitchen that I'm unreal dancing. <laughs> because I was gay, like... I just don't see, not to like tear down a whole industry, I just don't see the appeal of beating people up. Like, you know what I mean? No, I think I want to pick up Thai boxing again. I know, I, I like the idea of being able to like, like ward off predators. You know what I mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, as in if I was getting attacked in London, I could be like, you know... Bait them up. Bait them up. Or like, stop them. You know what I mean? No, it's very... But even good. if I was being attacked, I don't think I could, like, hurt them. I'd be like, stop it now, like, we're going to hurt you. I don't think I could actually punch them back. Like, if you're if, if you're a robber and you're like... Or like a mugger and you're like thinking of attacking me, like, don't, because I will hurt you. But like, I still don't think I actually could. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I just find it very hard to like punch someone. Oh, really? That's because you never got in fights growing up. I used I to be fighting the whole time. I did. Did you ever hit someone? We I got in a fight with Padraig after school one time. You we punched were, him in the face? Uh, <laughs> you never punched someone no, in the face? No, but I think we kicked each other. It's good. Like, <laughs> and the worst bit about it was then my mum was collecting us and dropping us to speech and drama and we were pure odd in the car and then she was like beeping because she was outside the house and then I ran into the car and I was like, just drive. My mum was like, oh, we're bringing Padraig. And I was like, no, we're not. And she's like, well, I'm not driving away without him. So then he got into the car and I was just like, silent for the whole trip. But anyway. it's good that you've never fought. I mean, like, fighting's disgusting. Yeah, stop fighting, lads. Stop fighting. Just stop fighting and start coming together. Spread love, not war. What else did you do in your childhood? That, like, I kept going. Yeah. Well, I played the recorder for a bit, which is just so stupid, because I say my mum was pure, like, my mum and dad were the type of mum and dad who, like, wouldn't be, like, pushing me to do stuff. But like if we wanted to They try and facilitate that You know yeah, what I mean yeah, mine But same. like my mum and dad Were never like Okay you're going to go Play ga Or okay we're going to Teach you the violin But then one time My neighbour started Playing the recorder uh, Down in the local Community hall And it was cheaper Like if you did Like a group session You could get like A better rate So my mum was like Oh you and Robert Can go do it as well Me and my brother But the but- recorder now Is the gayest of all instruments You know that right <laughs> I'm sorry, but if you play the recorder when you're younger, you're gay, you're now. gay now. We don't make we the don't rooms. make the rooms. <laughs> but like, I remember like it was just the weirdest setup because we were down in this tiny room. The fella who was teaching us hated teaching us like he was like a guitarist. You know what I mean? 
So he was teaching you the recorder, no. but he could only play the guitar. No, he could play the recorder, but like he obviously wasn't like doing gigs playing the recorder. Like obviously, like he loved playing the guitar and just like taught people how to play the recorder as like to make some money on the side. He pured a girlfriend, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm really doing well with my music now at the moment." And then teaching he was the youth. like sneaking away to like teach you the recorder, and she thought he was this like badass guitar player. But you could just tell that he hated it, and like he hated us as well because we were pure thick and couldn't <laughs> play you anything. Were associated we- with the recorder, he hated you too. But literally, he used to get so angry. Like teaching us, actually, it was kind of like. A bit traumatic, but there was one really? fella in the class. There was four of us. It was me and my brother. Our fella lived in a park. And this other fella who was the biggest dope ever. And I hated him as well. So I used to like, <laughs> be delighted when he used to give out to him. But he was so dumb. And I remember so vividly for some reason, because I remember we used to laugh about it so much afterwards, me and my brother. But this other lad who was doing the classes, he would just always like pipe up and start chatting shit. And one time he had been to the dentist and he wouldn't play in the recorder because he said his gums were hurting. So it's like, why wouldn't you just stay at home, so you gum? You know what I mean? <laughs> but your man was getting so annoyed basically that he wasn't like playing the recorder. And I remember he took the music book then and just smacked it down the desk and was like, Jack! And literally we were petrified inside the class. And he was literally like, and he got right up... <laughs> He got right up to his face and was like... Punched him. <laughs> he didn't punch him. You fucking take his shit, bitch. <laughs> and snapped the recorder over his head. He didn't. Jack is dead. But I remember... <laughs> but I remember we were like kind of traumatised. And your man was obviously like up to 90 because he obviously knew he had like... Snapped. Freaked us out, you know what I mean? So I remember before the end of the class, he popped down to the shop across the road and again like left us alone in the room. <laughs> Like I hope he never gets exposed to this But anyway he went down He knows those like lollipops That you could put like the syrup on Yeah You know those Pure weird ones And they would just be like Full of sugar Yeah He went away and got us Like those and came back And he's like Oh sorry lads But we were all like We were like We can't go back there at all That was the weirdest thing ever <laughs> It was so weird Also your mum and dad Were raging You coming out Bouncing off the walls High on syrup High on syrup <laughs> and trauma We were literally Now now, obviously, I'm not too traumatised by it because I'm skitting laughing at it now. And also, you're not the, the one who was murdered. It was poor Jack. <laughs> Where did you hide the body? Because, like, <laughs> if you're going to get arrested for accessory, like, I'm going to have to find a new host. He's not dead. He's not dead. Is there anything Can else? you confirm, Jack, if you're listening, that you're not deceased? Because that was a bit close to the bone. But, like, so stupid. I wish I could play an instrument. I can't play any instruments bad the recorder, but, like, that's so stupid. Like, what a stupid instrument to be playing. I'm grade one in the piano. Oh yeah? Yeah, I tried, obviously I said I, lo- I tried to learn the Timusil and that didn't go well for me because I kind of gave up. I got, because what happened when I went into fourth year, we started doing a fourth year play and obviously I was the choreographer. So Obviously. I was choreographing to come on Eileen with three other straight lads, but I was get us out of English class. Like that's how, that's how relaxed my Guys, school was. rehearsals. That's how relaxed my school was. <laughs> uh, sorry, Mr. O'Shea, I have to call on the boys, we have a rehearsal. And a five, six, seven. <laughs> you kicking the whole class out of the pee hall because you have to use the space for rehearsals. There was a time there at one point when I decided that I was going to do gymnastics because I was already dancing and I was loving that, right? And then I thought like that the gymnastics would like elevate what I was doing because I love the idea of like just whipping out like a trick in an audition. Do you know what I mean? I like, never knew you did gymnastics. Yeah, and neither did any of my friends. But the thing was with the gymnastics, I was actually like petrified of it. I don't know how people could be running, jumping over a vault, doing all these flips and stuff, not have a clue where they're going. Like the thing is, right, I can't even do, you know, that we have to fall back into someone's arms. I couldn't even do that without like being up in a heap over it. Do you know what I mean? Because I hate like not really? being in control. Yeah. We're going to have to do that. Now? Yeah. Come here. I can't do it, so I'm not going to be Try able to do it. it. 
What? It's a trust exercise. It's a ca it's a team building exercise. Oh, shit. One second. But I'm not just gonna be able to come overcome it now just because we're recording. Try. What are you gonna catch, Ace? Yeah. <laughs> Go. Just catch it now, though. You did it. Well, that was actually easy, was it? You trust me. <laughs> I can't believe you did it. You grabbed my nipple piercing. <laughs> You're so hard. <laughs> I mean, my mum doesn't know I have a nipple piercing. <laughs> but she does know. <laughs> she did that out. I know, I can't believe you trusted me. Uh. <laughs> That's so stupid. The reason why I can never do that is because I'm such a giant. I just crush people. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Imagine me trying to do the trust exercise to a girl. She'd be flat on the floor. I love that video. Did you see the one? And they were doing the like trust fall, but your one falls forward and smacks her face off the floor. <laughs> no. What a stupid bitch. Why she fall forward? She closes her eyes and just falls forward onto the floor. But I know what you mean about gymnastics, though, because it's a very wicked energy. Like, you're defying <laughs> gravity. <laughs> and all the gymnastics lads are hot. Like, the thing is, like... I'd have zero interest like watching the Olympics and stuff, you know what I mean? Because all sports and stuff and like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just loads of sports. But like, by God, did I watch the gymnastics when they were on during the Olympics. They're superhuman. They're literally like a different breed, aren't they? Some of them. And they'd be pure, just like, unreal. And I used to love the rhythmic gymnastics. The other ones, like when they were doing the ribbon bits and the bits with the ball. Like, how do those girls, like, why are they not basketballers if they're doing all those like... <laughs> Ball tricks. Imagine like them dribbling with the ball and then like someone come for them and them just like them like throwing it up in the air and catching it in like a split. Oh my god, sorry no, but like the NBA are missing a trick not going into the gymnastics realm and scouting the girlies. They just scouting the gymnastics Imagine girlies. Someone trying to get the ball off you and you just drop into a split and you do a Ron de jam kick and then you fucking backflip and you dunk. <laughs> And they're light as a feather as well, so you could pure just like, if you're one of the bigger girls in the team, you could pure like just toss them. <laughs> Imagine a whole basketball team just made up of gymnastics girlies. I feel like there could be, could there? I feel like we've spotted a gap in the market. Oh my God. I gave up in the gymnastics anyway in the end because... Too dizzy. You know, that and as well, your hands would be so sore from like doing the faulty bits. And you know those rings? Yeah. How does anyone even get up onto the rings? I don't know. It's so... I have so much respect for gymnasts as well because I just think they have to be so disciplined and so fit and so, like... Upside down. <laughs> so on the gymnastics as well, by the way, I didn't really learn any skills during my entire time I was training. But I kind of did learn how to do a front handspring, but it wasn't like... I didn't really, like, perfect it, but I was able to do it. Can you do a front handspring? Yeah, well, I was able to for a bit... And then I hadn't like practiced in ages, so I'd probably be too afraid to do one now again. But when I went on my sixth year holiday then to Magaluf, I was on the beach and bearing in mind at the time, like I still wasn't out, so I kinda had to pretend to like girls, it was this really weird, like limbo face. But there was like this other girl from Northern Ireland who was in Magaluf and she was stunning and she was so pretty and she was a dancer too, so I was like pure like connected with her because like when we were <laughs> at a night out we were pure like dancing. Know, dancing to the same beat, like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Down in Magaluf Square. But we made our way down to the beach, not just the two of us, because I'd have been up in a heap, but like all our groups of friends. And then I was pure trying to like show off to her like on the beach. Like, and I thought, oh my God, what better way to show off than like whip out my front handspring. Anyway. <laughs> and you're, you're still trying to not be gay here, right? Just to clarify, you're still trying to make her think that you're straight. I think subconsciously I was trying to put her off the scent because I had no intentions of doing any bits with her. Babe, babe. <laughs> do you want to see me do a front handspring? <laughs> Girls, don't you just love when the fellow you're interested in just does a fun handspring for you? 
Am I right? But <laughs> um, anyway, cut forward to me actually attempting the front handspring for the first time in about three years, just thinking, oh, I'll be able to do it. Anyway, the flip in the sand kind of came out of funny and I was like, oh, whatever. And then everyone's like, oh my God, oh my God, are you okay? And everyone's like running over and I was like, oh, it's grand. Like, I'm, I'm fine. You know what I mean? They were like, and then I realised they were all looking at my arm. So I dislocated my shoulder <gasps> doing it. And literally my shoulder was like trailing on the ground. And I was obviously locked as well because we were like stupid on a six year holiday. And I was up in a heap and I was like, oh my God, like my shoulder was out of place. I know that thing of like, you're fine till like you realise like yeah. what's wrong with you. Like I was grand when I knocked out my two front teeth till I realised I knocked out my two front teeth. And then I was bawling crying. Do you know what I mean? And on this occasion, it was like the same situation where once I realised that my shoulder was hanging around by my foot, <laughs> I was up in such a dream and I popped it back in then by myself what? which is so stupid because I obviously did it wrong you told me about dislocating your shoulder before but I never knew it was coming out of the front handspring did coming I? out of the front handspring and as well because I obviously had to ring my mum the next day when I was in the hospital to like tell her what was going on I don't think they, I really told them the true story yet oh I, really I think I told them I fell off a bar stool <laughs> Anyway, ma'am, I was trying to impress the girl. It's funny now, like, I'm grand now, so it's funny. Yeah, well, you couldn't have said to your ma'am, oh, ma'am, I was trying to impress the girl because I was trying to pretend to be straight. Like, they would have opened up more cans of worms on the holiday. I'm so lucky I never broke anything. Really? Just hearts. Any? (laughs) Have you never broke a bone or anything? No. It was actually such a trek because bearing in mind it was like our first like lads holiday. I said that with like inverted commas and doing like the bunny ears on my fingers because we were all like gay lords. But, um... (laughs) Imagine me for the rest of the holiday then, like, and we went to the swim park and I had to go around with my hand in a sling. Oh, fuck. I was sake. up in such a heap and I was going around. And bear in mind, there's all these, like, huge lads from, like, England going around Magaluf and pure, like, you know, with those, like, muscle vests. And you then I'm going around. like a gay version of the in betweeners. It was that, but I pure looked like they left me out of hospital, like, just to have this one holiday before I passed. <laughs> I know it sounds awful, but that's what I look like and I couldn't just... And we are all wearing the same clothes from Pennies. You know, all those shoes were out. You know, the, the plimsolls. The plimsolls. We were all wearing those with, like, long socks. What are we even talking about? Anyway, anyway. But what was sad when I was younger is that I don't think I ever enjoyed my hobby to this full extent because I was always like, how can I be the best at this? How can I make this, like, really worthwhile for me where people praise me and I'm unreal? Whereas I should have yeah. just been like... Let's just have a laugh. Just enjoy it. Yeah, completely. I agree with you there. Because, like, I suppose people don't like, like, being shit at something. But also, you can be, like, okay at something and just do it because you enjoy it. Yeah, and as well, I think there's a problem in this day and age where everyone thinks that if they're doing something as their, like, hobby, it needs to then become their side hustle. Yeah. Like, if someone starts doing cross-stitch, then they have to sell them on Depop. Or, like, if someone starts, like, fucking, I don't know, jogging, then they have to start becoming a personal trainer. I'm like, no babe you can just like doing, doing something. something for the sake of enjoyment and for the sake of just like passing some time you know what I mean and it will stop people then going to like three yoga classes and then jetting off to India to become an instructor <laughs> I feel seen <laughs> wait were you indirecting that at me no no are you, you sure? d- no you've been doing your yoga bits for years I have <laughs> that's not a hobby babe that's a lifestyle yeah that's my lifestyle that's my pure life but you know what I mean though literally lads like for when you're taking this time in self-isolation to do some upskilly bits and just have a laugh and like get into your bacon bits you don't then need to become deliciously Ella and open up a range of fucking protein balls you know what I mean yeah exactly that's so true and as well even the way we say upskill and people have been using that term like whilst you're at home like use as an opportunity to like have a laugh and like just 
take your mind off of things you know what I mean and pass a few hours now obviously if everyone's loving your cupcakes become the next lawless cupcakes like by all means obviously make a bit of coin where you can we're all for it we're all for like doing it but don't put the pressure on yourself just enjoy you know no it's so true like I wish like I'd been more aware of that like when I was younger that like I don't have to be amazing at everything I put my hand to you know what I mean yeah does it happen to straight people because we always talk me and Kevin always talk about like the fact that we were like overachievers when we were younger and kind of still to this day like we try and achieve highly and everything is because we were like gay right I feel like I think it is like a commonality in gay people and one of the things like speaking from my own personal experience and like what I've tried to to relate it to I remember like even in school when I was like always constantly applying myself and like probably doing more than what was necessary like I remember I did more study for my junior cert than my brother did for his leaving cert because we were both doing them the same year you must have been such an annoying sibling oh so annoying because like my parents were like Robert Kevin's up in his room studying and you're like I would have a laugh and this exam counts for nothing you know what I mean but I relate it back to the fact that I think ultimately because I knew I was gay we'll say when I was in secondary school I knew or at least I thought in my head that when I was to come out eventually it would be this like big disappointment to my parents or that I'd be letting them down Mm. so almost by like being this like best version of myself or like by being good at these other things and like getting praise for them it was almost like I was building them up before letting them down. Do you know what I mean? That's so true because I used to be as well in my head and obviously not in the front part of my head but like it's somewhere in like my subconscious I was like well at least if I come out and they're like fuck I'm so disappointed my son is gay but at least he's like good at sports. You know what I mean? Or like like at least he's smart. Yeah. No I think that's kind of what it was. Yeah. Because or else maybe I just loved achievement and maybe I just loved praise. No I do think it's that and I think that's fucked and something that needs to stop. Like gays you can underachieve. Yeah. <laughs> Gays, leave, leave some achievements for the straights. <laughs> like, you can't, you can't have everything. Okay, so now it's time for Mam Knows Best. We love when PJ gets it right. I'm unreal at it these days. I feel like it's because you have time to practice, is it? Yeah, it's because I have downtime these days. Now it's, it's going from my short-term memory into my long-term, you know what I mean? Before PJ just used to wing every episode, now he's doing a bit of prep work. We love <laughs> to see up. it. Okay, so I'll go first. Right, so this question is I'm running for student union elections It would give me a full-time job for a year And vital experience because I want to work In a, in the human rights field um, But I'm trans and changed my name So worried that people won't remember The work I did before I changed my name And I'm running against three other people I feel like I'm falling behind But I also feel like I'd be the best at the job Do you have any tips on how I can improve my confidence? P.S. Love you Oh, that's lovely. Thanks for sending that in. So basically, they're running for, like, student president or whatever of the student union. <laughs> I never, never went, went to university, so you know what that is. Yeah. Yeah, basically, it's like, you know, they have full-time positions, so it'd be presumably like a paid position within the university for a year. Did the person say what position they're running for? No, um, just... That they're running for student union elections. Okay. But it's going to provide them a vital experience to work in the human rights field, which I live for. Yeah. So Nula replied, Dear listener, you've been through so much and probably understand people's emotions better than anyone, which I feel should give you the confidence to go for the student union's position. You go, love, and you will do well. Head up and chest out. Well done. I love the way she said well done like they're already after doing the advice. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's already like (laughs) forward looking. But it is true. Like, obviously, if you're someone who transitioned, um, you're understanding like that's such a heavy emotion to be dealing with and such a like hard thing to cope with. One, I would say like, 
you need to start believing in yourself more yeah. just because like if you don't believe in yourself how are you going to get like 20,000 students to, to believe, believe in, in you, you exactly. you know what I mean so that's paramount and like you need to pull that from different things I think you just need to believe in your own ability and like based on the fact that you obviously yourself have you've been a student you know like what a person goes through like what different struggles they might face like um, on campus and like while studying and also um, coming from the trans perspective you know what a member of the LGBTQ community like has been through so you can offer that which other candidates mightn't be able to offer so that's your power so I'd say like run with that you know what I mean yeah babe you got this and in new less words you go love yeah okay so my mum was asked I've been with my boyfriend for over three years and I love him so much and he feels like he's a part of me but we are constantly fighting and getting annoyed at every single thing we've no physical relationship at all anymore which has been going on for maybe five months and is really upsetting me we have our future planned out ahead of us but now i'm thinking that maybe we aren't meant to be we've just graduated from college and there are places i want to go but he doesn't want to do i try to make this work or is it time to break things off it's a bit of a tough one isn't it just because well as well i suppose again i've never been in a relationship i feel like do i need to say that i feel like people know you've never (laughs) been in a relationship by now kev Anyway, my mum might be able to shed some light in the situation. She said, Hi love, I would think that a lot of people feel that kind of stalemate at some stage in a serious relationship. I know you say you love him, but are you in love with him? There's a whole world out there and you seem like you want to explore it while he's happy with his lot. Maybe a break without contact would help you to see things clearer. It's great to have a future mapped out together, but you both have to be on the same page. And putting the distance between you now for a few months might help you see exactly what you want to do with the rest of your life and if you want him to be a part of it. Kiss. Oh. I suppose that probably is a good way to um, go about things because like depending on how long you've been in the relationship for, like that's kind of all you know at the moment. Yeah. So you need to put yourself outside of that comfort zone to see how you'd fare and to see maybe if things do work out really well for you, if you do decide to separate, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's definitely a way. It's, it's good to like take time apart, especially if you've been kind of living in each other's pockets to like just breathe and see what you want to do. Especially these days when we're literally like, especially if you're sharing a house with them, you know oh, what I mean? Oh yeah, definitely. But as well, I just think you can ask loads of people for advice, but like in your heart, you'll know yourself. So I like, think you know what you want to and do. And I think you need that time apart to do that. So like, even if you take a break for like, not not even a break, but if you just go away for a weekend by yourself or like do something on your own and then you'll feel, you'll know yourself and you just have to yeah. like, feel it yourself. No one, no one can tell you what to do in this situation because it's your relationship. Yeah. You know what I, I think mean? taking yourself outside the situation will help you to see clearer. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. sometimes I ask you for advice on things or like I'll ask you about a fella and you'll be literally like, I'm not asking for the answer. I know the answer in my head already. Mm-hmm. I'm just like asking for a different perspective, which I suppose is what this person's doing. Yeah. But deep down, listener, you know the answer. You know. So just trust in your own truth. If she breaks up with our fella and he starts like hating us, it's not our fault, right? <laughs> We're going to have someone picking outside Factory Studios, literally being like, oh my God, I those know. gay lads broke me and my girlfriend off. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, girlies, that's us showing that cabin fever can be a positive thing as well because you can do some side hustly bits, but as well, they don't have to be side hustly bits. Yeah, they don't have to be. Like, you can just do, like, fun bits. You know what I mean? Fun bits? Just take some time out and, like... And I know everyone's bad from sharing that post on Instagram about how, like, it's just... This could be the best thing ever because we'll be allowed to recharge and the earth will be able to, like, reboot itself and, like... You know what I mean? But that's what it is. Just look at it... 
like a long weekend. Yeah, girlies, like just stay inside until we're told not to self isolate and just be nice to each other because that's all we have at the moment, yeah, right? Be kind. Yeah, be kind to each other and protect uh, each other, and then be grateful for people who are looking after people who are sick. Yeah, and I know you're probably like allergic to everyone in your house and like up in a heap because like everyone's annoying you and whatever. Because you probably are going to be a bit more like, you know, fancy. Yeah, exactly. So like just. Take some time out. We'll make it through this together and like listen to the podcast that might set you up for a bit. And if you've run out of podcasts, start listening from the start again. And girlies, if you're missing your friends, download the House Party app. It has this icon of like a red background with like a emoji hand waving. And you can have a skiddy bang with all your friends on it and from different locations. <laughs> but that's it for this week's girlies. Okay, guys. So that's it basically. Just look after yourselves, look after one another, stay safe, keep the heads up, keep the spirits high. We got this. And when in doubt, binge listen time grandma. Exactly. And you're sorted. <laughs> and get your friends who are like struggling to like listen to him, Grandmam, as well. Spread the word. Oh, yeah, girls. Be nice and give him a podcast recommendation. <laughs> bye, girlies. Talk to you later. Go on, bye. Talk to you later. Stay bye. Safe, stay safe. Stay indoors. Bye. Wash your hands. Love bye. you. Bye. bye. 20 bye. seconds. Bye. 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 Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.